Yo. Yeah, yeah, what up? What's up, Dr. Dre? Yeah, yeah. Sam's actually going to be joining us in but a hot second. So it's uh-huh. bass and the boy Sam. Mm-hmm. That's called ratings, son. <laughs> when That's you, got appointment listening. When you put together a lineup like that, you see a huge spike in the ratings. Mike drop. I've got to do nothing else but that. <laughs> hey, what are your thoughts on uh, Steph Curry's wife sending out that tweet saying that the NBA is fixed? Well, I agree with Steph Curry. After that tweet, it's about time he cut off the Wi-Fi in the house. She's definitely in business for herself, the wife. Oh, yeah. And when... And I, and to be honest, your husband already won the most unanimous MVP, the first NBA player to ever have that happen. Yeah. Not Michael Jordan, not anybody else. And he's already won championships. Just shut your mouth. You're making billions off the league. Yeah, she wasn't complaining last year when he won no. the championship. I mean, it all worked out because the, the Warriors lost. I only, I, think, I only I really. The minute, the minute your lady starts speaking up and talking for you, the minute you gotta go, hey, 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 why don't we just, uh, why don't we all just take a break from social media until, uh, yeah, so it's all said and done. Well, here's the thing: no one cares if if you're if you're Serena Williams, if you're Steph Curry, if you're Ronda Rousey, if you're LeBron James, if you're Michael Jordan. No one, and I mean, no one cares about your significant other at all. No one uh, wants to. No one wants to hear from them. No one cares what they have to say, and it goes for everyone. Any superstar, any actor, anything. There's a reason why the one person succeeded in life and the other person didn't. Actually, I think Steph Curry's wife was on like the Disney Channel or something. Well, great. I'm, I'm sure that pays for. Uh, <laughs> I'm the court will get you a bag of chips in the the, uh, the vending machine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's not going to get you the $100 million uh, Under Armour contract that uh, her husband scored. She's kind of like one of those annoying relatives you just can't take out. No matter what happens, she's going to cause a scene. Oh, yeah. Whenever the waiter comes by and they go, how's everything? And everybody always says, standard answer to uh, good, good. And that guy goes, you know what? There's some dirty silverware. The water tastes gross. <laughs> and I want my, I want a full refund. Yeah, I need I need all my. That's the worst. Those people who they eat everything and then they want the refund. Yep. All right, God, can I see a manager? Or they they, they sent something back as something too salty. Yeah, but after they ate the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna need to see your manager. Can I see the manager every time you're out with that person? That's not a good person to be around. There's only two kind of managers too. There's the prick who won't do anything, and then there's the guy who's way too giving. Like he'll give you everything. Yeah. There's no in-between on managers at restaurants. No, there isn't. You'll either have the guy who's staring at you like you're an asshole, saying, well, you could get up and leave my restaurant, or the guy who's like, I'm so sorry, Mrs. Curry. Uh, Here's a voucher. Of course this meal is on the house, and then here's a $100 voucher for your next. Please come back. Why would you want some scumbag to come back to your restaurant anyway? I agree. Anyone who's going to ask for a full refund Number one, they're not going to come back. And number two, if they do come back, it's only going to be to spend that $100 voucher. Oh, no. They'll, they'll come back almost the next week and bring all their friends with them and say, hey, this trick worked. Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went to this, uh, by my apartment, there's this like fast food, uh, like shitty place, but it has a drive through. So when you're lazy after work, you're just willing to go to any drive through. And it's almost, it's, it's almost like a, it's a pick me up. Yeah, it just it, it's simple. 
and and it's worth eating lower quality if you don't have to get out of the car. Oh, definitely. But if you think about it, that is the laziest thing you could ever do. Well, then eat all the cheese fries on your way back to your crib. Yeah, and then eat it, <laughs> eat it all while you're driving. <laughs> but um, so I, I I get up there to get my food. And I, I know I've mentioned this before, but it it, it should be mentioned again because it's ridiculous. I paid like fourteen dollars for like a cheeseburger and fry, whatever it was, you know. Whoa. Well, you know, whatever I don't know, eleven dollars, whatever the amount was. It, it was it was more than like three dollars. And then I said, hey, do you guys have barbecue sauce? And she said, yeah, it'll be 50 cents. And I've always said this. If you're running a business, worry about the dollars, not the pennies. Because when you start worrying about the pennies, you lose customers like me. And I'm a customer that spends a lot of money. I totally agree with you. When it comes to fast food, you want to go like grocery shopping. It's like after I spent $200 or however amount of money, however kind of amount of money I've spent with you, Give me the twenty-five cent barbecue sauce. Yeah. Give me the give me the the extra cheese sauce because you know I'm coming back and I'm spending. I mean, I'm over two hundred eighty pounds. Give me the free barbecue <laughs> sauce. You want my business? It, it's repeat business. Wait a minute, base. Hold that thought, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Cannon. Hello. Yes. Sam, we were just talking about Hello, the ridiculousness of places that charge for condiments. I guess it depends on what the condiment is. Barbecue sauce. And it, it depends on the kind of people who are abusing the condiment. <laughs> I mean, barbecue you know, sauce. Yeah. Actually, that makes sense because there are some people that'll be like, can I just order a small fry when you pull the window? Can I get 20 barbecue sauce? Well, I mean, to, to, to a point, like you yeah. said, I've said this before. Assholes ruin everything. There's a grocery store in Chicago called Mariano's where they'll cook your food, right? You can bring up a, a steak and they'll cook it for free. Then assholes start coming in line with 35 steaks, vegetables. Uh, oh, wait, hang on. Yo, uh, could you, you, you mind uh, warming up these, uh, these uh, uh, asparagus too while you got those steaks on? And then before you knew it, they were, it was like Boston Market. I would see people in line in Mariano's with not only all of the meat, that they want cooked, but all the vegetables and all the seasoning they want applied with specific orders for application of said seasoning to each item. And it would it would be like a whole it's like a whole restaurant order. It's oh like yeah. A- and then I'd be waiting for two hours to get one piece of chicken cooked. <laughs> and they ruined it. So it's right you're right. You guys are right. But if you if you ask for one packet of barbecue sauce, it shouldn't be a big problem, especially if you have a full order. Well, if you walk out of there and go, I just spent $30 on hot dogs and burgers, but the one extra barbecue packet or cheese sauce, 50 cents, you might as well throw that in. But if I'm walking in there going, can I get a chicken cooked out for me? And there's a guy in front of me going, yo, I need these ribs slow cooked for three hours. We got to <laughs> Well, let me ask you, so Abe, were you, were you recently wronged? Is this something that happened where you didn't get your seven packets of barbecue? No, I wanted one. I I, I bought like a a ten or eleven dollar burger and fries at this place, and in the drive thru I said, "Hey, have some barbecue sauce," and she said, "Oh, that'll be fifty cents." Which I don't. It's it's not about the fifty cents. It's the principle of the matter. If I'm a customer, you worry about the dollars, not the pennies. And right now, you're really worried about those pennies. Yeah, giving me a packet of barbecue sauce to keep me happy is worth the money. Here's what I here's my here's my question. Now, if you paid eleven dollars for a burger and fries. That's you know that's more than average. So, giving away a few cents of barbecue sauce really isn't that big of an issue. And that kind of place 
probably need to provide better customer service. Now, if you're McDonald's and you're operating on the lowest margin possible and somebody wants seven honey mustards for their nuggets, that's when they got to start charging. But can't they give you one for free? Can't you get one they sauce? Do. You do. You do get one for free at McDonald's. They have a no, whole only if you get chicken nuggets. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about for my fries. Yeah, but fries are a dollar. Or $1.50. I mean, they can't give you a sauce with the fries. What you, <laughs> they, they could, though, actually. They could, but then they, then they but if they give you the sauce with the fries, they <laughs> yeah. probably didn't make any money on the fries. Face, of course, Sam, of all people, is against uh, getting free cut. You knew it. I, I would I say mean, this, is the one, this is the one time you can actually profile. Now, wait a minute, Abe. Are we talking about barbecue <laughs> sauce or Worcestershire <laughs> sauce? No one's like going to give you free Worcestershire. Like I was saying, hey, when you look at guys like myself or Abe who are pretty big dudes, obviously you can take a look at us and go, one, one or two free barbecue sauces might keep this client happy. This client. I use be air profiling. quotes, but phrasing that, 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 that reference. I just think it has to be reasonable. <laughs> and it's like if you understand... The you know the the cost of the food in addition to the cost of the labor and the time yeah. and, and and the low margin you know everything's on the dollar isn't everything at McDonald's <laughs> always a dollar now <laughs> no. everything's a dollar it's like well, if, if you if if, if you've spent a certain amount of money you should be allowed some kind of condiment and I'm not talking about McDonald's I'm talking about uh, uh, that's uh, what I said. That's what I just said. If you spend $11 on a burger at, like, your McDonald's. burger place. Then- if you buy a bunch of stuff at McDonald's and you want one packet of barbecue sauce, it shouldn't be an issue. When I, I don't know what McDonald's you go to, but when I go to McDonald's, if I get chicken nuggets, because I, I do like... The they have to stuff. give you sauce with nuggets. I'm talking about other I stuff. Like, I get, like, they give me, like, five packets of sauce for a 10-piece, so they always go overboard. Well, maybe they like you at that McDonald's. Well, they don't know. I mean, I don't yo, know. man, that yo, that's that's Sam Cool. Yo, hook him up, man. <laughs> that's Sam Cool. Yeah, fellas, the usual a ten piece nugget, five barbecue sauces. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get the habanero ranch, so maybe that's why. Maybe nobody else is getting that. So like, oh yeah, as many as- yo, that's <laughs> Sam Cool. You know, you know he likes his shit hot. Yo, hook like, that man still, up. You still got those? Give that guy the whole the whole package. <laughs> <laughs> they turned a year ago. Just yo, man. That, back. Yo, dog. That uppity <laughs> motherfucker's back. Action for those habanero sauces again. Man, just they do, give him all of them. They prefer to have his habanero ranch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. habanero. <laughs> yo, habanero ranch is back. <laughs> yo, that uppity, that uppity motherfucker habanero ranch just rolled up again. Man, <laughs> just give him the whole box already. Nah, man. Like, no, matter, no matter what he orders, they go, and did you want habanero ranch? One Pepsi? Oh, yeah, you want a habanero ranch? I have a 10-piece nugget, five cups of habanero ranch. All right, so I got three McFlurries of frappe and a couple of packets of habanero ranch. And Arnold Palmer. <laughs> That's Sam's favorite drink, by the way. If you ever see him out, buy him an Arnold Palmer. Nothing wrong with that. Two Arnold Palmer, 10-piece oh, nuggets. Five packets of habanero ranch. Do you imagine if someone's going through a drive-thru and has for Arnold Palmer? Sam probably does. I've never done that. You don't mix your own when you're at the McDonald's inside? I don't don't think I've been inside a McDonald's in a very long time. I usually just go to the drive-thru, and you don't really 
Well, you're not. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. As someone who has been in a McDonald's, you're not missing much. The inside of McDonald's (laughs) is disgusting. That is true. No matter what, you could go go in there with hazmat, and it still looks dirty. Like everything still has film on it. Or you don't want to touch the tables. I mean, you don't even want to touch the counter when you give it the money. The bathrooms are always covered (laughs) in like piss and 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 and, uh, film graffiti. (laughs) Graffiti. What's what's wrong with people that they have to, to graffiti up a McDonald's bathroom? Like, what what are you getting yeah. out of that? I know. And it's always like, and it's always like in a weird spot, like on the mirror. Why would you <laughs> like it's a rival of yours going to come in there and see that? Oh yeah. shit! Red Rider <laughs> within here. Damn, that's his tag. Double auras, two auras. How did you see it? It was on the toilet paper dispenser. No, nah, no, nah, you have to pull it off, and it was on the little the little metal thing that you put the, the, the toilet paper on. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, Sam, before you got on, we were talking about uh, Steph Curry's wife. Yeah. Who, who sent out that tweet. Base, I, I was going to mention before we got off on this uh, condiment <laughs> tangent. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> doesn't she seem like the kind of person that you you know they're going to get divorced, right? No matter what. Oh God, yeah. Doesn't she seem like, and if it's true or not, isn't she either going to say that Steph Curry has a small penis or that he likes having stuff done to his ass? Like, uh, a, he, I'm going to say he was blowing Clay Thompson during the finals or something. But no, even if it's I believe, not, I believe that. But but if it's There's not, no. but if it's not, even if it's not true, she's going to say something about him like that. Oh yeah, oh. Say he's like a light skinned fella out or something. Oh no 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 no! He he he! he oh he, no! Don't, I I ain't gotta worry about him with the ladies if you know what I mean. Oh, what do you mean, Aisha? I'm not saying nothing. Then she does that little thing, like the small penis thing. Yeah, like with and her he thumb goes, and, and just a little guy on the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> he little everywhere. If you know, if you feel me, you understand. <laughs> he little everywhere. You understand. My nickname for him was Small Fry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he might be a warrior on the court. But he a novice in the bedroom. You feel me? <laughs> feel me on that? Who is she? I mean, did she was she a celebrity before he met her? Or I, I saw know. she was on the Disney Channel. Oh, okay. Because she's not like a classic beauty. <clears throat> no. Did you guys see Stephen A. Smith talking about her? No. no. What did he say? He went on this long rant about how beautiful LeBron James' wife is. What? He's like. Now he's he's kissing ass. That's what he's doing. Well, he 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 he, <laughs> he did this whole thing where he had to keep saying, "Now Aisha is a beautiful woman. She has a bright future." But and then he would insult her, and then he'd say, "Now if this was LeBron James and his wife Savannah, who by the way is a gorgeous woman, Savannah James, especially if you are a black man, you say." Is a gorgeous woman. He kept saying that over and over how gorgeous she was, and it was God. almost like he was. It's obvious that LeBron James' wife is not gorgeous, so he was going out of his way to say that. So, don't you think that? Do you really think? I know he was doing it probably so that LeBron would appreciate it, but the way he was acting so creepy by keep saying how beautiful she is, wouldn't that also piss off LeBron? That he was, oh, she's gorgeous. Savannah James is perfect. She's the most beautiful woman. Oh, beautiful woman. Wouldn't that also piss off LeBron? That would be be pretty annoying. 
Like, yo, yeah, man, yo, I, Stephen I, I, A. Smith, you mind taking a step back off my lady dog? Oh no no no! No disrespect, man. I'm just call- I'm just saying she's gorgeous. But she can't. I mean, he. You should see this rant. He for ten oh, minutes. Why you gotta be rubbing your nipple every time you say that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always thought Stephen A. Smith said LeBron James was name really weird. It was always like LeBron James. Like it was like a three seconds to say LeBron James. He's just it's, it's Sludge said it best. He said Stephen A. Smith always looks like he just hit his car. <laughs> I don't know how he managed to stay on skin as long as he has. He is uh, hard to, he's hard to like. He's just he's, he's hard not, for me. He's hard to hard not to change the channel when he comes on. He's just a very unappealing person. They put him and Skip Bayless on the same show. The two most hated sports people. How do they have a show? They made for a good show, though. Well, see, but what happened to Skip? Where he where is he at now? I think he went to he, Fox. He or went something. to Fox Sports One. Okay. It's yeah, funny I mean, because he's another asshole. They're both assholes. There's no doubt. Anytime Stephen A. Smith says something, Skip's like, "I, all right, I understand your point, Stephen. I, I got it. I feel what you're saying, but and then he says the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Savannah James <laughs> looks like shit. That's an you're right, though. You guys watch those, I'm sure you guys watch those ESPN shows, like the talking head shows on occasion, and it's like, the whole yeah. point of the show is just to argue the point. Like, oh, yeah. These guys don't even believe what they're saying, because I'm at, if you're watching Tony Kornheiser and uh, Michael Wilbon, you know, who seem like nicer guys than those other two jackoffs, but every single topic, they each are on a different side of. And it's like, at that point, it's just theater. They don't really believe what they're saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. Bass and oh. I both did sports radio for a small period of time. And how about a base? Every it, this is this is sports radio. Everybody tries to imitate that formula. But 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 how about it with the callers? Even this is the oh, whole show, God. and this will go on for hours. Uh, all right, Golden State Warriors or no? LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. And then like base, you now you be the guy who defends Michael Jordan. Okay, I'll be the host. Yo, you be man, the guy. I saw MJ back in the day. That there was nobody better than MJ. Oh, I don't know, man. If he if LeBron, hang on, hang on, smooth. If LeBron took him to the hole, would he win? Well, let me go to the college. Rocco and Mundelein. Hey, what are you guys? A bunch of fuck nuts. MJ's better. MJ's way better than LeBron. All right, thanks, Rocco. Now let's go to Jerry and Mundelein. Hey, I think Michael Jordan sucks cock. LeBron's the better one. Yeah, well, the guys from Mundelein, what do you think, Smooth? That's you, base. Yo, all I'm saying is that I know LeBron James lost the finals. MJ never lost. He's the greatest of all time. But wait a minute. LeBron James is more explosive. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Rocco and Mundelein again. <laughs> hey, apparently y'all motherfuckers didn't hear what I said. I said MJ's the king, understand? And by the way, uh, LeBron James sucks dick. All right, Rocco. But he's got a, but he's got a gorgeous wife. <laughs> we actually have on the on the on the uh on, on the squatty body hotline Stephen A. Smith. Yo man Savannah James is a gorgeous, beautiful, vivacious woman. If you were black man you'd understand. Savannah James is a gorgeous thick woman. All right, Steven, thanks for calling in. Let's get back to the topic. Let's go back to Rocco and Mundelein. 
Hey, I disagree with Stephen A. Smith. I think Savannah James looks like dog shit. All right, well, let's go to the callers. Uh, James in St. Charles. Uh, hey, fellas. Uh, you know, Savannah James doesn't look too bad. All right, let's go back to Smooth. What do you think about Savannah James? Savannah James is all right, but not as good as FJ's shot. Now, that's pretty. Oh, I disagree. I think LeBron's shot is better. Let's go back to Rocco and Mud- <laughs> that's a, That's a sports radio. Yeah. That's all they do. It's the same. Back, the but, but there's never anything new. They they do no. so they they do spend two minutes of, of new content. They'll say something about oh LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan because he had a triple double in the finals. He averaged thirty five points. Blah blah blah. Then they take three hours of people either agreeing or disagreeing, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, no, it, it is simple it, formula. It, 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 it is the simple formula that obviously works because they do it on cable news too. It's like. You find divisive topics, and you let everybody go at it. And it's not really news, but it works, and it obviously generates revenue. And no one ever really – you never get get to a point where you agree on anything. Like, I'll, I always go back to this, like the Cubs fan and the Sox fan. No matter what I say, you're not going to like the White Sox if you're a Cubs fan. If you're a, a Sox fan, you'll never like the Cubs. So why even argue with those people? If, if you think they, that, they, were, they were politics, man. But if you think Michael Jordan is worse than LeBron James, I'm never going to convince you that he's better. So why why are we going to talk about it for four hours? No, base, base, is, base you're absolutely right, though. I mean, I, I agree with that. Like, with politics, I mean, we you know, I have strong political views, and I'm sure you guys do as well. But it's like, sometimes you just know who your audience is and who it isn't. And there are some people you just know you'll never change their mind. And oh, it's yeah. like, just like the sports thing, it's like, you'll never be, you know, I love LeBron James. He's, he's great. But, I mean, you'll never be able to tell me that, He's better than Michael Jordan. Yeah, I, I just I'll never hear any argument. I mean, my mind no. is made up no matter what happens. I'm sorry. You know, so it's like you have to understand who your audience is. I think when you do that. For instance, let's uh, speaking of politics, I think the name Aiden is the worst name that Hillary Clinton could have ever given her kid. What a what a non presidential name, Aiden. No, Hillary's Hillary's kid's name is Chelsea. I'm sorry, Chelsea. What, did I say Hillary? Yeah, I, you know what I meant. Chelsea had a kid. She named it Aiden, middle name Clinton, and then the last name whatever. She has some like weird last name. Her husband. Rodham. What is it? Rodham. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, you know, it's funny. She actually, her, both of her kids' names are names from Sex and the City. It's Aiden, and um, I forgot the other one, but it, was it Carrie? I don't know what it was, but Mister Big. <laughs> this is Mr. Big Clinton. But <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on there, Chelsea. I feel Hang on, let's see. What's uh oh Mezvinsky. So her kid's name is Aiden Clinton Mezvinsky. And what's what? the other kid's name? Uh I don't know. I guess I could look it up. That's what I'll take your word for it. Uh, Charlotte. Oh, Charlotte. Yeah. So there you go. So. She. What, what an <laughs> asshole. She. Her. That kid's middle name is also Clinton. Well, you so, got to keep that royal name in there. But isn't that ridiculous? So, sure. You. You really think when well, Charlotte thirty six? I thought she was like thirty or. Because wasn't she really little when 
No, no, actually, that makes sense. Yeah, that was a long time ago. But he was president. Yeah, that's that's true. Clinton did get elected. Now, if you're if Never you're mind. if you're Continue Aiden, the show. If you're Aiden or Charlotte <laughs> Mezvinsky, are you going to go by Charlotte Clinton or Charlotte Mezvinsky? First of all, if you go by Clinton, you'll get it everywhere. If you go by Mezvinsky. You won't even get a table at White Castle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Charlotte Mez. You don't know who I am. Yeah. I'm Charlotte Mezvinsky. Uh, yeah. They actually just, uh, last names on the kids, FYI. The kids are Aiden Clinton Mezvinsky. No, that's so the middle right name. There. Their middle names are Clinton. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that was smart, though. So. But my point I mean, is that you know, they're going to just go. I mean, a, why would you ever use the Mezvinsky pattern, name? Babe, as a general pattern, and you know, I have no... I don't care what you name your kids, first name, last name, but people always tend to go with the male last name. You, you do know that. That's not sexist to say. It's just the way it is. I, I've never seen a couple get married and then name the baby after the maiden name of the spouse. I've never seen that. I think that needs to change, because if, if, if you have an awesome last name like Clinton, and you have to now be Mezvinsky... Yeah, no, Sure, I can I can see an argument for that. And if I if I'm a guy and I'm marrying the daughter of a president of the United States, I would change yeah. my last name. Yeah, you are yeah. exactly. You better believe I'd be Abe Clinton. I'll be Dan Bush from now on. Is there a more presidential <laughs> sounding name than Abraham Clinton? That would be awesome. And you better believe I'm I'm using the full name Abraham too when I become a Clinton. Oh yeah. yeah. You, oh, might, uh, you might even put the you might even put the uh the surname of before it all. Sir Abraham Clinton. <laughs> yeah. Abraham and Chelsea Clinton are at it again. Here he, here he, may I present to you for the first time, Abraham and Chelsea Clinton. The Macho Man theme song says for it. <laughs> <laughs> you might on stage and all those, um, all those, um, all those campaign stump speeches in the background waving at the crowd, holding hands with Hillary and Bill. <laughs> they have me on CNN. We have the the first son son in law Abraham Clinton here. Oh yeah, I just want to my my mother in law. She did a great job, and uh, I can't wait to follow in her footsteps. And that says, is Abraham Clinton next to run for president? <laughs> but honestly, though, if you're a hill, if you Abe, def- Abe, you would definitely be the Trump of the Democratic Party, though. That would oh, be a- God, yeah. It would be the Bam Margera of that. Yeah. You know what I would do? My first order of business would be to run with The Rock. Abraham Clinton, Dwayne Johnson ticket. Exactly. If you smell... <laughs> there, there'd be a huge Never Abraham movement going across both parties. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready to support him right now. You'd be like, you'd be like, like uh, Chris Farley in Black Sheep. <laughs> bird baby bird Abe would be tweeting tweeting all day tweeting insults at his opponent about barbecue sauce <laughs> like first of all the McDonald's in Bridgeport needs to start giving barbecue sauce for free <laughs> my first order of business and don't you think but after two months campaigning wouldn't The Rock just take over as the lead candidate like why he'd be like why am I the vice president I got The Rock and his 500 million followers. Make sure to vote for me and the President Abraham Clinton. At some point, he would just be like, you know what? I'm just going to run myself. He would just give you The Rock bottom like attic. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, at some point, I'd start wearing the Abraham Lincoln top hat, too. 
I'd oh, have to. God. Yeah, of course. Of course, you probably your uh, your uh, sideburns. <laughs> I already have a beard. <laughs> to James' cabinet, it would be like The Rock, Axl Rose, Paul Stanley, <laughs> um, Chum Lee. Who? Chum Lee from Boston. Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you, you you go to like a uh, a Goo Goo Dolls concert. Ladies and gentlemen, the next president of the United States, Abraham Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Johnny. Johnny, boys, thank you. We're going to get some great rock and roll going in a second, but I just want to say 2024, Abraham Clinton for president. No one cheers. If you're trying to reach a large crowd, maybe a Goo Goo Dolls show is the best place. Well, I'm saying it. they're the only band that would endorse me. <laughs> Yeah. They all started screaming. What? Yeah. I want to say what? That I'm going to what? Be the next what? President what? of what? the United States what? of America. I think Abe would be the first guy to turn all the all the musicians and all the artists and the actors towards the Republican Party. You can see like Bruce Springsteen coming out for <laughs> Republican Eddie <laughs> Sander, George <laughs> Yeah, they're like, you know, Paul Ryan's just a better choice. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a special surprise. My vice presidential candidate, base Trump. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the best president. He's going to be the best. It's Abraham Clinton and base Trump for president. <laughs> You'd have to stay as base, right? Or would you be Daniel base, Trump? Yeah, Trump. and, and uh, as the state treasurer, <laughs> Sam Obama. <laughs> Sam, Samuel Obama. Well, your name. You'd, you'd have to change your name to Samuel, I think. Yeah. Samuel yeah, Obama, Abraham Clinton, and base Trump. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I uh. <laughs> You know what? Um, I had to pick up a prescription for my mom last week because she was sick. And I went in the drive-through, and the I so I, I said the name, the last name, and the guy goes, uh, I said Cannon, and then he goes, oh Canon, I said yeah Cannon, I mean I I said I don't care how you pronounce it, but it's spelled K A N A N. He goes, oh Canon, I said it's Cannon, you can pronounce it however you want, but the spelling is K A N A N. Like why did he have to keep saying the pronunciation of it? I or spell- how about how about you don't correct me when I try to tell you what I like? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm telling you what it is. I'm spelling it for you, and then you're telling me how to pronounce it. <laughs> oh, a canon. And then so I sat there. They couldn't find it in the system. And then like 15. So I called my mom. I said, "Hey, they don't have your prescription." And then she tells me. And then I look to my left, and I'm in like the C. I was either in CVS or Walgreens. And then directly across the street was the other one. So like, <laughs> so like I was in Walgreens and there was a CVS across the street. So I told her, I'm like, oh, wait, are you at Walgreens or CVS? And she's like, oh, CVS. So then I tell the guy, oh, sorry. And then they're like, yeah, that's what I thought. And they were real ignorant about it. God. But that was after 20 minutes of them. Oh, Canaan? Canaan? Canine? I don't get that though. Why? Canine. I don't get why they have to do that. Why, if I tell you what it is, I spelled it out for you. Why do you have to pronounce it your own way? I, I don't get that. Just like my first name too, Abe. 
A-B? A-B-A? Well, well, you know, the last name I get, the first name that's just dumb, Abe. I mean, if you don't know Abe, I mean, that's <laughs> been around in America for hundreds of years. I mean, if you don't know the name Abe. Abe? I pronounce the name Adam a damn. I mean, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Abe. What was the Key and Peele thing where it was like A-A-Ron <laughs> when it was Aaron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, A-A-Ron. 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 <laughs> Base, I know you just got home to your young son, DJ, but l- let me ask you this. Are you always in a state of being scared that something's going to happen to him? I'm not, but Jill is. Because did you see that, like, that? In every, in every, in like, every, like, marriage, like, with parents, there's always one parent that's all the way the other way and one parent that's the exact opposite way. So she thinks that he's dying at every moment, and I think he's fine, even if he comes back with a hanging arm. So you're the one who will just, like, sleep on the couch, and, and you, you, you're just like, all right, he's laying on the floor, he's probably fine, and, and, and then you just fall asleep and wake up and hope everything's okay. And she's the one checking on him at 2 or 3 in the morning to make sure he's not running a fever for okay. no reason at all. Because if I had a kid, I'd be more like Jill. Well, you, I mean, it, 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 you never know until you have that kid, and then you're like, I but, think he's fine. I'm telling you, he's, he's believe me, a hundred. I was at Giordano's once, and there was a baby seat. They had it in a child seat, but they had the child seat flipped upside down, and they put like the baby. What's that thing called? The baby, the thing you carry. The uh, the, uh, the 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 car seat. It looks like a car seat, but it's a thing that you a bassinet or whatever the thing you carry around with the yeah. baby in it. He's well, like, it, in a, it is. A car, it is actually a car seat that they use. No, Sam, what's that thing called? You know you know what I'm talking about, right, Sam? When they would carry a baby, it's almost like a, a, a cooler it's in. It looks like it has a handle on it. A cooler? Yeah. That's why Ava no, I'm telling you, it's an actual car seat now. Oh, the car seats you just... You a just cooler. Car- the car seat <laughs> is a carrier now. For oh, carrier. Yeah, like a baby carrier. A cooler. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It has a handle like a cooler. <laughs> But anyways, they put the, they, they put the baby on top of this upside down baby seat, and all there were like forty family members. They were all bumping into it. It was tipping back and forth. I almost jumped four times to catch it. I was so nervous. I've seen people do that, and I don't. I I, I don't think that's very safe. It's disgusting. Why would you do that? Because yeah. some of them are set up so you can do it. Like some of them are set up where you can like locks in. But I definitely. I mean, if if I have a kid that's going to be it, I'm going to make sure that nobody's locked. Well, uh, the reason I'm asking you, Bass, is did you see that that mountain lion attacked that kid? A mountain lion attacked the kid now. Yeah, and the mother actually fought the mountain lion off the kid. Oh, yeah, 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 I didn't see that. <laughs> and then two weeks before that, of course, that little kid got eaten by the alligator. Yep. But he didn't get eaten. He got dragged in the water. The father said, oh, I tried to grab the alligator's mouth, but I couldn't get it. If you're, Bass, if an alligator grabbed DJ, wouldn't you jump in at the alligator? Sounds like adrenaline. You hear things where... A kid gets trapped under a car, and a parent has like this adrenaline attack where they can like bench press the car off the kid. And I mean, I I don't know. I mean, these these weird weird things keep happening, and you're like, I wouldn't want to take out a mountain lion. And if DJ was caught, I'd like to think I would crush that thing. But I don't know what I would do. I'm just nervous around kids. No, if I'm ever around a kid, I always feel like something's going to happen to him. That's why I couldn't have one. Yeah, that, when, I'm, when I'm around other people's kids, I feel that way. When I'm with my own kid, I feel in complete control. Like he's a part of you, so you could just like yeah, like it's, it's like when you uh like this. If you you've had your own, do- you've had a dog. Yeah, this doesn't really compare to it. But you ever have it like where you have an animal and you know how to pet the dog, and then somebody comes up to that animal 
and starts petting it, and you know right away that it's not the way the animal likes to be pet. Oh, yeah, and then she bites him or pisses on him? It's kind of like that feeling, and even when you're petting someone else's pet, you're like, I'm not sure if this is the way it's supposed to be pet, I might get bit. But if it's my dog and my cat, or my cat, I know exactly how to hold them, I know exactly how to, like, pet them, and I could do stuff to that animal that nobody else could probably do, and I'd feel 100% safe with it. But why is it not? Why is it now that we have to fight predators like alligators and mountain lions? Like that because wasn't in the car. Because because people are putting their kids in the <laughs> position. It just seems like that wasn't in the cards a few years ago. Now it's like oh, I, will, I won't even let DJ go to his do until he's like ten. Oh yeah, then the gorilla too. Yeah, I forgot about the gorilla. If I'm not in the spot where everything is glass encased, I'm not going. I'm not. Th- I'm thinking of a museum. Or you can look at what what used to be a, a woolly mammoth, and that's about it. Yeah, take him to a library. Yeah, here, DJ. Uh, I'll take him to YouTube, and he can see everything he wants. To see. But I love animals, Daddy. Well, you can read about them right here. Yeah, though, go on the computer and search it out, son. Wow, I forgot about the gorilla. Just in, in the, the last meat, month, a in gorilla. The meantime, you can, in the meantime, you can pet the stuffed animal alligator I bought you. What, what it comes down to is that the alligator is the worst. Mountain lion second, and the gorilla is the best. No, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to lock horns with any of those three. Well, an alligator doesn't care about people. An alligator will immediately attack and eat. Yeah, a mountain lion, you might have a chance against them because they're not always complete assholes, but they're they're pretty much assholes. A gorilla is a wild card, where they are humanly in a way, so that you do have a small chance against a gorilla. Well, if it's a young enough baby, and they're they're it's like a mother gorilla, you have a shot. If it's a dude who's I mean, I mean, you can very easily just. T- I mean, those things are so strong, man. I would want to tangle with one of those guys. They say what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to put your head down and not look confrontational because the gorilla doesn't really want to fight you. Yeah, but they're still going to toss you around like that gorilla did. What is this thing? What what is this thing that just jumped into my lair? Would you think that gorilla could drag you around like it was dragging around that three year old kid? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the size of their arms, man? They 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 look it's like the leg, it's like the leg of a horse, man. Those guys are ripped. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, they're completely ripped. But I basically, well, I'll, I'll let you get back to DJ. Pollard, Sam, what are your thoughts on all these animals attacking kids? Let's get it straight. He didn't attack anybody. Number one, though. Well, you know what I'm saying. Really- like I said, it, it wasn't in the cards a few years ago where a mountain well, lion might be. be well, well, the, like, the bottom line is, is no matter what. Story? What is this mountain lion story? I don't know this story. A mountain lion. There was a kid out somewhere in Colorado and a mountain lion attacked him yeah, and, and the mother but, the mother fought him uh, off. Each so this is like anything else. I always say you gotta look at each case individually. Now the Harambe thing I don't know Sam not none of them are the animals' faults. That's that's not what I'm saying. They're all humans' faults. All these No but it's the way but the way you react to it is different. I mean like the alligator one for example, that one wasn't as much of a human fault because Nobody was made aware that alligators were present. There weren't. There wasn't enough science. Alligators actually could show up on the private pool, you know, in Florida, wherever they were at. So that one's a little bit different. I mean, nobody was expecting alligators to show up and take the kid away. With that being said, I thought it was weird that as they were looking for the alligator who was guilty, yeah, they found five who may have had the kid. They they euthanized five alligators like en route. It's like why did you have to kill all those alligators? Oh, they euthanized all of them. Yeah, every single one they found, they killed. I thought they just took them out and took them somewhere. No, they, they yeah, they took them to, to euthanize. Well, they eat alligators out there anyway. I mean, it's it's just it's a, it's it's an odd choice. And then the Harambe thing. I mean, we talked about this before. It's 
that was obviously negligence on the parents' behalf, and I think it's disgusting that they had to take out that very endangered, you know, gorilla that was really sad. The mountain lion thing I don't know much about, but I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Generally, it's the it's the people's fault. We have to protect. We have to find a way to protect animals. But what I'm saying from- is that what why are parents getting their kids around all these animals? If I lived in Colorado, I would never let my kid go out into yeah, an area. You're in a zoo. You're bringing your kids to see the animals. I mean, okay, how about a mountain lion? Zoo, you're, well, that, yeah, I don't know that story. I mean, but I mean, the other ones, the other two stories, I don't think the parents felt like they were in imminent danger. If I go to the zoo, I don't feel like I'm in any imminent danger. I mean, let's say I make the danger, and that kid made the danger on his own. Like I was just telling base that I would be a nervous wreck if I had a kid, not just because of animals, but because of child molesters. Oh yeah, it, it, kids it's with guns, everything. Society, yeah. Definitely. It's a bad time to bring kids into the world. As a matter of fact, there's probably been too many kids being brought in anyway. So, like, if you're just happy not having kids, that's that's probably a good way to go at this point. Well, what are you, China? No, it's not. I'm just saying it's not, it's not necessary. I, I don't understand the people who keep having kids. Well, some people want kids, some don't. If you want kids, have them. If you don't, don't. I mean, it's that simple. But but a lot of them aren't. But but uh, I know a lot of people who had multiple kids, and it's always a mistake, a quote, a mistake. And it's like, how many mistakes do you make? Like, can't can't you can't you can't you can't you? Oh no, it feel too good. It feel too good. That's <laughs> oh man, you know, it just feel too good. Okay, well, I don't know who you're hanging. Again, this goes back to some of choice friends. <laughs> I don't know. But it's a mistake. How many mistakes are you going to make? And if you don't have money to pay for kids, and if you're going to... Most likely, if you raise a kid in a shitty environment, it's not going to work out well for that kid. A lot of kids thrive <laughs> through the shit. And they like Andy in, uh, in Shawshank Redemption. They swim through hundreds of yards of shit and come, come out clean on the other side. But most of them... End up like what's that guy's name the 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 rockabilly guy who got shot in in the yard the guy, the guy in Shake Redemption the one who said he knew who uh, killed Andy's wife and then they killed him no I can't what's his name I forgot but the young kid yeah that uh, that's how God. most of them end up you just get yeah. shot in the head and it's just not fair Johnny Rock and Roll yeah you tell me without a doubt I could describe him that's what I thought. And then he throws his cigarette down on the ground and he gets shot in the head. That's all I want. He was a great kid. I, I can't yeah. believe he tried to escape last night. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point, you just, you, you know, if one kid, if, if, you, if you're having problems paying for that one kid, the second kid isn't going to solve the problem. I know what we'll do. We'll have another kid. <laughs> We'll make the burden even bigger. Like you said, a lot of people just, they don't think about it. I mean, they they can't control themselves. <laughs> you yeah. know. It's, oh, feel good. Just feel too good. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> feel too good. Feel too good. Feel well. Feel well. <laughs> yeah. You know what's even worse than people having like nine kids when they shouldn't even have one? Are the guys, and this is people who, they they either have a few kids or no kids. The guy, or actually, they do usually have kids. The assholes who are always complaining about their wives spending their money when the <laughs> wife when the wife is a housewife because that asshole doesn't want her to work. Yep. 
If you don't want, no, here's his thing. Or, or, or in, in other case, in a lot of modern cases, the wife actually works and makes the money. And the guy still says that. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that happens too. <laughs> oh, why don't you pretend, my, before you spend my money, pretend like it's yours. Yeah. Well, asshole, it is mine because I make more yeah. money than you and I yeah. raise these kids. Right. That is like, that is the modern family, like, where the woman is a slaving away at work all day and the kids are in daycare while the dad's at home playing mad. <laughs> and then the dad makes the financial decisions in the end. I mean, that's that's the sad state of affairs of the American family. And then the dad still talks shit. Where's my dinner at? That's the least you can do. But wait, let, let's, let's talk about the women who don't work, okay? If you're a woman married to some guy most likely, if you're not working, that's because he doesn't want you to work. That's not true. A lot of the time, yes, it is true. That's not true. That's not, that's not true. Do you think, you, you think every, everybody's dream is to go work? Do you think if a, if, 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 a, if a woman or a man is married to somebody who's very successful and makes a lot of money and there's no reason to work at all, do you think they necessarily want to work? Or they maybe just want to stay home and live an easy life or... Maybe yeah, the there's something to be said, though, about what you call the easy life. It's not a fulfilling life as far as every every little girl growing up had some kind of dream. And it wasn't to sit home and raise kids for some asshole well, who's going to talk that's, shit. That's not, that's not true. I no, you're right. Some do, some do have that dream. But some if OK, let's say they do have that dream. OK, and, and, oh, whatever. And let's what, see, the, you, you fill in the blanks. So, for me. You tell me how you want this woman to be so I can make my point. Excuse me, let me set a parameter. Let's not limit this just to, you know, the women staying home because... No, but I'm talking about the guys. The it's always guys who complain. The guys who... I know who situations. I've, know, I've known people in, in my professional history where the wife was very successful and, and asked the, the man to stay home and take care of the kids. Okay, but so then... I, but I'm talking about the guys who complain about the women spending their money. But I, I'm trying to make the point that they're spending your money because they don't make an income. And you guys worked out a, a, an arrangement where she sits home and watches these asshole kids. So therefore, she's doing her part in the relationship. So it's, she's not spending your money. You guys came together on this agreement. So don't complain when she wants to go out and buy a pair of pants. Oh, my wife's running up the credit cards again. You are the king of generalizing, though. I mean, you can't apply that to everybody. I'm not applying to everyone. Maybe, I'm talking about those. Sam, I'm talking about those particular guys. That's the group I'm talking about. I said I hate these kind of guys, which means not every guy. I'm specifically talking about a non-generalized group. I'm talking about a specific group. The guys who always complain about their wife okay. spending all their money. That's the specific group I'm talking about. It's not generalizing it because I'm specifically talking about a group. I do. I, I, okay. Well, well, well uh, that's a, a, a point well taken. But I, I will say that I feel like a lot of your encounters in life and the people you're around are not indicative of how regular people are. Like, I feel like a lot of like your Facebook friends and friends in general are like these people with these very old school values, very, you know, crude and sexist. And that's not how everybody is. I think you need to understand. No, they're not. I know. But you're, see, you're not around, you're not around a lot of those kind of people where I get to see both sides of everything. So I'm able to. I know. And I always, and I always, I always sympathize with you. I always say, I I know you're around a lot of people like that who make your life harder. 
not my life per se. It's just I, 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 I'm able to notice what's going on. And you'll hear people, and this is everywhere, Sam. It's, I hear it at work all the time. Oh, my wife, this and that. I can't believe she spent money. Yeah. The old lady. The old lady's at it again. The old lady. The old lady spending my money again. Oh, okay. Well, what's she supposed to do then? Oh, she, what, did she buy a Whopper? Like, what? What? She, oh, old lady, she went and she got herself some more Oreo cookies. I told her to quit feeding her ass, so I'm going to have to get an upgrade. That ass is getting too big, you ask me. <laughs> what? Something the most awful person ever. Well, that's how people are. I'm going to have to get an upgrade. This is uh, why, if you're if you're a woman uh, listening, and you're cons- if you don't have kids yet, really think about who you're going to have kids with if you have your own dreams that you want to fulfill, because it's harder. Once you have those kids, it's hard to go out and do what you want to do. Especially with some asshole running the show. Oh, or I, I hate that, honestly. The more I think about it, the whole mindset of this guy running everything comes home. He's the king. Like, of course, oh, it's awful. Here he, here he, the king has arrived. Your dad's coming home. Your dad's coming home. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. Everyone, everyone get in line. Yep. A dad, huh? <laughs> Children, get in the table. Wife, bring out the food. A dad, huh? <laughs> what a horrible existence for some asshole too yeah on top yeah. of it on top of, of everything else he comes home from his job oh i've had a tough that he orders everyone around <laughs> after he was getting bossed around for eight hours yeah after he's been, like, after he was someone's bitch for the last nine hours yeah. now he gets to take all that frustration out on little yeah. junior junior bring me my paper Get in line, boy! Get in line! Not for real, go! He's still reading a paper. <laughs> in the evening. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to read my paper, boy! <laughs> what? What's for dinner? Pot roast. Bring it out! No! <laughs> Two helpings for me! I eat first! <laughs> what a horrible life. Feel bad. I really feel bad for these women. Honestly, it's horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. I they do. come home all angry. Yep. You're sw- woman. Woman. Goes back to your initial point, though. A little bit of the blame is on them for making that choice, though. Well, that's why I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get into, into the right now. This is in Afghanistan, where <laughs> there you feel completely sorry for the woman when they're with those assholes. Yeah, because they're they forced to. Literally zero say. They were forced to do it. At least here, there's some choice involved. What a shitty Afghanistan! What a shitty law! <laughs> you have to marry some guy with hair in his ear, some scumbag <laughs> slob. We would marry you to Wulabi. He is the you would <laughs> you are very beautiful. <laughs> this is my son Wulabi. Sinister, sinister laugh and all. <laughs> Let's see the ass on her. Cover up! Cover it up! Cover it up! This will be your last day with your hair down. Bloody tomorrow you will be with my son, Wolabi. <laughs> perfect. Perfect body and ass. <laughs> God, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. That's even worse. Yeah. Not only do you have to sit home with some asshole who has hair in his ears... 
and just disgust. And it's always the guys who marry these these attractive Middle Eastern women. And those guys don't even work. They're just out all day at the coffee shop. Yeah. And they come <laughs> home with cranberry. <laughs> they're, they're mad. No one like, has a job out there. Yeah. I guess they make the Amer- I, I bet those women would die to have the situation with, like, you know, Rusty <laughs> Jr. here. Yeah, they, they die to be with Steph. Oh, Rusty Jr., you're so powerful. A tan hot! They'd be right in line. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, why don't the the Middle Eastern women marry the American chauvinists? And and I bet they'd both be really happy because number one, the Middle Eastern women would do everything that those guys wanted because they're so used to even having deeper slavery in their current situation. And Rusty <laughs> Jr. is always complaining. I said I wanted the big piece of chicken. And and she you know, she sometimes she'll she'll forget that he has to have the big piece. But you know you know Heba Heba from uh Afghanistan, she'll have him two huge pieces of chicken. I made Heba, you that's that, that's that's Wulabi's wife, right? Yeah. Okay. I made you two pieces of chicken, Rusty. All right, that'll do. At ease. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> oh god. I've cleaned and I've cleaned and clothed the children. Eddie. <laughs> have a seat next to me and have dinner, honey. Eddie. <laughs> god. Oh, this guy is like literally slaving away all day in a quarry or on an <laughs> assembly line getting treated like shit. And then he comes home and he becomes a drill sergeant, the guy from Full Metal Jet. <laughs> Eddie. As you were. As you were. <laughs> oh, man. Man, if I if I had a... I, thank God I didn't have a father growing up because if I... If I had a father like that, I would. I, you know what I would love to do? I would love to be reincarnated into a kid so I could disrespect that kind of father. Like, all I want to do is disrespect him every day when he comes home. I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> when he walks in, when he starts ordering everyone around. Right. Father's home! Yeah. Hear me! Hear me! Hear me! A dead heart! Line up! Line up for dinner! The great thing is that, that guy's never served a day in the military. <laughs> Got all that from movies. Hey, <laughs> he Dad. No Dad. Yeah, I'm here playing video games, but fuck you. And yeah, I'm eating the big piece of chicken, asshole. Could you imagine doing uh, that to the Afghani father? You tell him to go, he'd probably just kill you, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, you would, you would. You couldn't pull it out for 18 years and think you're going to make it to adulthood. Hey, uh, Wulabi, go fuck yourself. What? <laughs> who who did what kind what kind honestly what kind of caveman logic is we'll wrap this up in a second but what kind of caveman logic is it where these scumbags get treated like kings what have you done to be treated like a king yeah especially those arranged marriages no that's awful <laughs> very nice i would i would make sure you have the most beautiful woman to to force to do everything you want <laughs> And then you have a daughter. You have to give her. Can you? Can you imagine? There, there's no way. I don't care what your upbringing is that you could give away your beautiful daughter to some guy with hair in his ears and a huge gut, bald, uh, sloppy ass and tits. Like, there's no way you could give your daughter to that guy who's like 47. Oh, yeah. She's like 21. 
It happens quite a bit. So. Hello, Rabi. I am very pleased to present to you my beautiful daughter. This is Hello, Hiba. Rabi. Hello, Rabi. She starts crying inside. That's gonna be a that's gonna be an awful experience, and you know these women—they're probably not—they're trained not to be very modest, so they don't really vocalize their feelings. But can you imagine how you feel on the inside when you're being being given away to a guy like that? It's like—it's honestly—it's you know, like slavery. It's slavery. It pretty much is. It honestly—it is. And of course, it's slavery. What about it is not slavery? Someone is doing. Okay, you 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 have they have to have sex with the guy. Right, and if you if you get the if you, if you try to leave, you probably get stoned. I mean, it's modern day slavery. Yep. It's actually worse than slavery because at least slaves had a chance of escaping or like being sold, or, or maybe every slave didn't have to have sex with the master. All right, bring in the young ones. <laughs> bring in the young ones. I want my choice tonight. Hi there, Mister Jefferson. No, nah, no, nah, send her back outside. Like at least, at least you had a chance, a fighting chance. If you're, if you're, if you're Heba uh, Bin Laden or whatever, you're just Heba Bin Laden, nice. <laughs> but you're just screwed, honestly. Yeah, Heba Bin Laden. I would like to present to you, Hulabi, my daughter Heba Bin Laden. Very good. What? All right, now. Now you will disrobe. Like, just remember in The Godfather 2 when... when right, uh, right in front of her father? Disrobe! Disrobe for him! Disrobe! Like in Game of Thrones when the, when when uh, when, the, uh, when Khaleesi's brother had her take her clothes yeah. off in front of Khal Drogo. Yeah. Present yourself to her! You will present yourself to Khal Drogo! Ah, <laughs> uh, yes! You're more, wasn't he like... Didn't he do something weird to her? Like... You look more womanly. Or something. <laughs> he say something like yeah, that to her. Just something like that. Yeah. Your jugs are starting to fill in nice. I like how that guy really thought he was that Khal Drago was just going to honor the the promise he made and let him become king. Like, come on. Then he poured he poured a hot lava <laughs> on his head. Yeah. That, that he had an army of thousands and it was just this one eccentric guy. He really thought that was the one. <laughs> and he was being an asshole too. Yeah. <laughs> Now I want to go back and watch the first season again. Yeah. When I watch Game of Thrones, I feel like I don't take in the information like other people do. Do you feel yeah, like not, Do you feel like you take everything in or no? A lot more than you, I can tell you that. There's definitely um, There's definitely people. I, I have a, a couple friends who really take everything in. I'd say I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, you're definitely at the lower end. Um, <laughs> I don't mean that as an insult, because a lot of people are, they, you know, they're just enjoying the show and they're not really thinking about things. Well, also, I'm texting, playing online poker. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Like, I had a friend today who asked me about, um, this is what he asked me, and then he, he's probably listening, but um, it's, this is not an insult, but I, it just showed me he wasn't paying attention, because he's like, I didn't know that that Daenerys was the daughter of the Mad King, and I was oh, like, well, that's what? that's pretty ridiculous to not know I'm that. Like, I'm like, they've been, he's like, when did they ever mention it? Like, pretty much every episode. Like, yeah, they even mentioned it. Series. They mentioned it the last episode, even. Or is but that when he found out? Like, it was like a, it was, and, I, and again, it's just one of those things where I think like people aren't always fully invested. I don't know just weird names of people just who were in like one episode, and then wait, wait a minute. 
You don't know Pompidus Tar- Targaryen? <laughs> he was in season one, episode three for 30 seconds. Remember he rode off on the horse and he had one strand of blonde hair coming down that you could see? So you knew he was a Targaryen? Pompidus Targaryen. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up on that. Game of Thrones season finale this week, so. Yes. We should do a Game of Thrones special next week. We should do a separate Game of Thrones podcast. Man, well, you just said you don't know anything about the show. Oh, mom Mom just sent me a text that she's very upset about Roman Reigns testing positive oh, yeah. for steroids. Yeah. What a heartbreak. That is, that is tough. It is funny that Roman Reigns is uh, like a handsome guy. And all the loser wrestling fans hate him because he's handsome, basically. Yeah, <laughs> that's, why that's the reason why they hate him, because he's a good-looking guy. Of course it is. Yes, Roman Reigns can't wrestle. Roman Reigns can't wrestle. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you put his head on Dean Ambrose's body and put Ambrose's head on Reigns' body, they'd be cheering for Reigns. I oh, yeah, of course. They see these men see Reigns as everything they want to be and never could achieve, and that's why they hate him. I mean, if you didn't hear you Roman know, Reigns, uh, who's my mom's favorite wrestler, tested positive for it looks like steroids, said performance enhancers. Well, he, he we don't know that. I mean, or he failed the wellness. It could even be wellness. weed. It could be weed. Let's hope it's weed. He could have been token up with the Usos. Who knows? Come on, Us, take a puff, man. <laughs> Yolo, Yolo, it was probably the opposite. It was probably because no one's testing the Usos. So like, come on, Roman, come on, Joe, take one puff. YOLO, no, Joe. Man. Come on, Oops. You know I'm the guy now. Listen up. I'm the that guy. And I can't be smoking that grass. <laughs> so they're probably high 24 hours a day. Roman Reigns took one puff and he got tested. The Usos have probably been high since they got signed. They you, know, high. you know Rob Van Dam was there with a bag of weed. <laughs> hey, come on, yeah, they man. Hey, come on, Joe. Let's have a, come on. His Roman Reigns' real name is Joe Akaway or something like that. That's why we're not. That's come Joe on, is. buddy. Come on, man. I got pot brownies, man. <laughs> I don't do that drugs. That come on, man. What's I've your been, favorite thing I've to been eat? Smoking for twenty years and never got that. <laughs> exactly. It's in my rider, man. He was on the cover of High Time. He was, wasn't he? That. Yep. <laughs> That's when he was at ECW still, too. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> Do you, should you oh. really should you test WWE guys for weed? That seems ridiculous. Well, it, it does seem ridiculous, honestly. Who knows what it was? Who knows? Let's hope it's it's your good old fashioned steroids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, here's a little. Uh, a spoiler alert. Pretty much every WWE wrestler's on steroids. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and we found that out as soon as the UFC had real, like the WWE doesn't have real testing. It just shows you how dumb yeah. Roman Reigns is because guys like Ryback and John Cena, they, they're like juice to the gills and they've never tested. Yeah. So you just kind of have I to mean, know. The owner of the company is a 70 year old steroid freak. <laughs> exactly. I mean, look at that guy. Jesus Christ. You know Vince McMahon, the guys he likes, he gives them that fake uh, penis that pisses out clean piss. Do you ever see that? It's like a, a penis thing you put on. Yeah, I have seen that. We've talked about that. Here, here's the secret. 
It's a clean piss penis. If you need piss, get it from uh, who's someone that would always give everyone piss? Probably like the Big Show or something. <laughs> you tested positive. You were you were clear from steroids, but it says you have giant. What's that called? Gigantic <laughs> disease. All right. Well, hopefully Roman Reigns will be back soon. I think it's a thirty day suspension. So back and better than ever. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll holler next week. All right. Peace. Later. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.